And we've got uh, Sharona Bishop. Sharona, you're on with Mike Lindell, Roger Stone, Kurt Olson, Trevor Loudon. Go ahead. Yeah, hey guys. Well, I tell you, I guess uh, Dominion wasn't lying. They were going to have full Dominion over Colorado. It's an absolute bloodbath tonight. Um, we've got the governor, Jared Polis, uh, claiming victory after 1% of the votes have been counted in the state of Colorado with well over a million votes still with polls still people still doing their votes right now people's votes not being counted yet he's declaring victory in a 60 40 supposed spread AP projected spread um, Lauren Boebert is projected to lose tonight the third congressional district in Colorado to a low-life philanderer who has affairs in storage units in Aspen Colorado Wow. Every seat in Colorado is being taken over by the Democrats tonight. There's no good news to report here. There's no victories in Colorado. They're taking full dominion over this state. And I, I, um, I would just, I, I'm hopeful that the candidates who know that they did not lose will not concede and they will fight for their state. You know, when Tina Peters brought all of this information to light and told them what was going to happen and tried to expose what was happening in Colorado, she was absolutely crucified by the Republican Party, by the elected officials, by those who remain silent, who are elected officials. They allowed her to be the proverbial, um, you know, sacrificial lamb. And now here they are. Every single seat is being lost tonight and uh, stolen, I should say, not lost, stolen tonight. It feels very differently to be on that side of things when you know that you did not lose. But you know what? You weren't there for the team when the team was fighting for you. And so now what are they going to do? I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see how this plays uh, out. Hey, hey Sharona, have, I don't know if you've been watching the show, but our real-time crime desk, we actually show the Herschel Walker spike. Have you seen what they've been doing with yeah. the algorithms? Yeah, and we're following, it, yeah. And then we also seen one where they were over-stealing, and they had to autocorrect and took not, took votes <laughs> away from the Democrat. And, uh, you know, we let me saw ask you. We saw that in Garfield County during the primary with Tina Peters. They yeah. gave 500 vo uh, votes back to Tina Peters because they overdid it. They overstole. I mean, yeah, they overstole. Yes. They overstole. Um, they, well, tell us, what are the odds that Lauren would lose? I mean, that's impossible, no. right? I mean, yeah, absolutely no. impossible. So what they, you know, um, I think what she they're, you know, you got to look at it, what they're doing out there then, and you look at their overall plan. So if they... If they let the, I think they just let the, they're going to let Vance win, it looks like. They told it early on and go, well, he's going to override the algorithm because it was so different between um, DeWine and him, you know, so they're going, wow, this will be too obvious, you know. it's I, I look back, it's kind of like when they decided not to steal North Carolina in the presidential race of 2020. Let's just take Georgia instead. Remember, it took North Carolina yeah. like seven, seven to day, 10 days in limbo. Well, it would be easier to steal Georgia because we got crooked Brad Ratzenberger down there on our team. So, um, you know, and that's the um, fact. Um, well, well, I will say this. Mike, speaking of crooked secretaries of state, it looks like Jenna Griswold will live to see another day. Oh, she, <laughs> They're going to oh, let her. She's spinning. Yeah. Wow, well, they allow her to be in charge still. That's amazing. Because they allow her. I always, saw, I always said she's neck and neck with Brad Rasper for the, the most crooked secretary of states in the country. But you got they're neck and neck because you've got to give Jenna extra credit because she's in charge of all the other Democrat secretary of state. But then you got to give old Brad extra credit because he's a Republican. 
I mean, I mean you're, doing, you're doing it to your own people, your own party, so to speak. And it's yeah. just disgusting. Which brings uh, up a good uh, point, Mike, because Katie Hobbs is running against Carrie Lake for governor, and she has not recused herself. She's Secretary of State still running this election, by the way. Yeah, isn't well, that? You can't make this up. You no, can't I mean, make this to, up. You can't. Same situation in Utah. Same situation in Colorado. You have the Secretary of State overseeing their own elections. And this is insane. When, yeah. when do we do this? I just want to go back to the Lauren Boebert race for just a moment. Third Congressional District, Lauren Boebert. She was redistricted into a 10-point-plus conservative district. Okay, so she didn't lose any um, support. She gained 10 points, according to voter registrations. Wow. So for her, to be lo- for her to be losing by 7 to 10 percentage points right now, again, is absolutely insane. It's just, it's really not a thing. And right. it, it's, a, it's a hard night for Colorado. I mean, I, it's like the movie Get Out. I think you got to get out. <laughs> I, I don't know what you can do anymore. Hey, Sharona, I want to ask you now, how early can, obviously there's early voting in, in Colorado and mail-in voting and everything, right? And then there's same yeah. day. Now, now, did the word get out for everybody to vote same day in Colorado too, right? Oh, 100%. So we've had lines all over the state all day long. Denver was reporting lines of up to two and three hours. I mean, it was incredible voter turnout today. That's why I'm saying for them to be calling the elections already is crazy. But like I'm saying for Lauren, now our real-time crime desk hasn't looked at her race yet from the Edison report. What I'm saying is, do you know how much, what percentage of vote is in? And maybe that's all the mail-in stuff. So maybe there's still some hope there for Colorado that she could override the algorithm, just like Carrie Lake down. Carrie Lake, they haven't even started counting the day of votes down in Arizona yet. And uh, so uh, where are you at in Colorado? How many are turned, how many are in already? So as far as I knew at the beginning of this day, 24% of the vote had been turned in from early voting. So the rest was gonna be day of voting. Um, and, and so at this point, we don't know. I mean, at just a little after eight o'clock, only 1% of the vote had been calculated. And that's right. when the governor declared victory, was after 1% of the she vote got, was calculated. You got Lauren here behind, but there, you got only 140,000 votes in. So, I mean, she could easily still overrun the algorithm. So let's not give up on that right now. Um, yeah. Um, the whole thing, we knew they were gonna do this. The good thing is, look at the positive. We, the early on, Fox mm-hmm. is talking about the machines. I mean, Rick came right out of the gate. They showed today we can't use machines on the front end because there's problems and call that mechanical problems. And, and you know, and we, oh, can't yeah. them, and we can't use them on the back end because it's somebody's just typing in the winners, you know. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we've had reports all over the state of early morning crashes, of computers going off and on. Uh, In Mesa County, I've had several text messages now saying that two of the sites, the computers were down. So they're just, they're not dependable. They're inconsistent. They're not dependable. If we just talked about the rational, rational, reasonable parts of these machines, which is that people don't trust them anymore. They're not dependable. Nobody knows how to use them. Nobody knows, nobody knows how to do it, how to use them. And then you illegally have have these vendor uh, workers come in during an election, it's illegal for them to come in and work on these machines during the election, but they're doing it because they don't know how to use this stuff. It, it makes 
no sense. And what I really want to applaud is the governor candidate, Heidi Ganahl, went out publicly, sent a letter out to all the clerks of Colorado, yeah. and it's still possible yeah. for them to do this. It was a brilliant move and, and, and very reasonable and rational, and everyone should really be requesting this, number one. Do not stop the count tonight. Number two, run a parallel hand tally along with the tabulator since it's illegal not to use a machine in Colorado. And then number three, which I thought was really interesting, was to make the paper ballots available along with the ballot images at no charge for the citizens to review themselves. Well, awesome. Why not? You know, maybe, yeah, exactly. And maybe, you know, we don't know. Let's just see how this plays out because Colorado, you know, here it is, real-time crime in Colorado. They're making it pretty obvious. I'm telling you, if they take Lauren's seat, that's obvious to the whole country that there is yeah. a, you know. And then if our real-time crime desk finds one of those little crime spikes, and uh, in fact, why don't we go over there? May God bless Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Carlson. Um, because it probably will be a very late night for you and a, and a tense one, and it points up the problem. Look, the country is really closely divided in a lot of places. Pennsylvania is one, Nevada is another, Arizona, lots of different places. And so you're going to have close election results. And people have to have confidence that those results are real, that they can trust the mechanics of the election. And what happened today in Maricopa County, where some huge percentage of voting machines, electronic voting machines, according to the Arizona Republic, 30 percent, they, they claim these are Dominion voting machines, but it, it almost doesn't matter. Electronic voting machines didn't allow people to vote, apparently. And that, whatever you think of it, the cause of it, it shakes people's faith in the system. That is an actual threat to democracy. And it points up the core problem, which is we're not really very serious about democracy if we're using electronic voting machines or if we're not requiring photo ID to vote. We could have secure elections. We don't because a small number of people don't want them. But until we do, you're going to have these moments where everybody in the country fears volatility because one side doesn't believe the result is real. And you've seen it on both sides. I mean, you saw yesterday Democrats suggesting that electronic voting machines could be hacked. Democrats, this ran in Politico. So it's not just, you know, the crazy right. It's everybody is losing faith in the system itself. So I hope that there's one thing that comes out of this, and I hope it's bipartisan. No more electronic voting machines. France doesn't use them because they care about democracy. Require ID, and then we can just call it a day. Everyone knows the election results can be believed, and the temperature goes down. I really hope that happens. Yes. Bravo. Wow. Bravo. Let's go back to Mike for commentary. That um, is absolutely so awesome. Amazing. That commentary. is awesome. Fox is talking, everybody. This is a. Uh, this is absolutely amazing. We've got the machines are all caught. We're vindicated there. We're we're catching. We're in the real time crime desk, and we got Fox reporting it. It's my dream come true. Fox is what? reporting the election crimes and to get rid of the machine. I want to quick ask Roger something. Uh, uh, Roger. In all your years in politics, you just seen what you just seen in there, that 150,000 spike going up where Herschel was way, um, was uh, getting closing the gap way up and then he's closing the gap again. What do you what do you have to, you know what do you think of that? I mean, I, mean, I, I think in all, all honesty, mathematically impossible. Uh, it yeah, is uh, it appears right. to be to be ma so, manipulation. Right. Now, uh, is Fox going to cover it? Uh, is CNN going to cover it? Are the networks going to cover it? Uh, we know the Daily Beast isn't going to be covering it. That's for sure. <laughs> no, no, look, no I, I think the anomalies uh, in the places where we've seen them are interesting. 
in Arizona, a federal judge has refused to allow the polls open. So an emergency motion filed by the Republican National Committee, by Kerry Lake's campaign, by Blake Masters' campaign, uh, because of the machine malfunctions earlier in the evening, uh, a federal judge has, has insisted the polls there close at 7 p.m. as planned. Uh, the Republicans had asked that they be allowed to stay open till 10 o'clock. Why right. anybody would be against greater voter participation, very hard right. to understand. The only place they leave the machines uh, 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 open a lot uh, uh, beyond closing time is in Connecticut when the machine is behind. Uh, <laughs> and they've, pulled, they've stolen two governorships that way. So, oh we're, oh, we're losing? Leave the machines in Bridgeport open for a few more hours. Uh, this is kind of an old trick. Again, who could be against greater voter participation? Makes exactly. very little sense. Exactly. Let, let's bring in uh, Dr. Doug Frank. Dr. Doug, you're, you live in Ohio. Uh, you've been watching the feed tonight and text us to come back in with some news. What do you got, Dr. Frank? Well, I, I just sent, uh, I texted you too, Mike. I sent you a, um, an update on the write-in ballots in Ohio. And so it's interesting because most of the time we're always talking about what the machines are reporting. Here's an example like Mike just showed and Jeff O'Donnell brought attention to the drop in machine count of votes. But look, look at the drop in write-in votes. In other words, the number of votes went down, okay? <laughs> the number of counted write-in votes. How can the number of write-in votes go down? And the answer wow. is that th that they're fooling around with the numbers, correct? It, yeah, there's no. Uh, how can that happen? That's just wow. a, beautiful, a beautiful example. And that's and and by the way, De Dewine is a uh, a very un, uh, the grassroots doesn't like Dewine in this state. I'll tell you that. Um, and so the writing candidate Usher is, is. I wrote in for him. I confess, I voted for him I, as well. I wrote I wrote in uh, Usher. So anyway, Mike, you're looking for these kind of anomalies. This is this is a beautiful example. Right. Wow. It's unreal. Can you show that one more time and go through it one more time? There's a people are texting me here. I want them to see some more real time crime. Explain yeah. that one more time. Sure. So, you know, what, what's happened is that these are two different reports from Ohio. Uh, Logan, uh -huh. you have to put it back up again. Yeah, Logan, throw, put it back up there one more time. We, we, we are distracted over here. I want everyone to see this and really understand this. OK, so in other words, the top it's this is two different points in time. Notice that the first time is at 8.36 p.m., and the second one is 8.52. And you notice that 31% of the expected votes are in in the upper frame, and there are 1,188 write-ins, yes? But in the bottom frame, which is later, 36% of the votes are in. Now they only have 917 write-ins. Unreal. So the numbers are down, which is impossible. How can the write-ins go down? <laughs> they absolutely can't. And there's another thing there. Um, if you can send me that screenshot too, or did you already, doctor? I, I sent it to you. I just texted it to you, brother. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get all this real-time crime. Here at the Real-Time Crime uh, Show, uh, we got people calling in with real-time crime. Do you guys want to realize out there, we have not even got to the Frank... Um, or the crime.frankspeech.com to that website to all the people pouring in hundreds and hundreds of anomalies and deviations across our country. And uh, but the good news is it sounds like we're overriding all the algorithms, at least for now. And um, it's, um, you know, which will be uh, 
I don't know, doctor. Have you seen? Have you been watching the show? Did you see the Herschel Walker spike? Yes, I saw that one. That's a clear, a very clear case there. Uh, right. I also, I'm the one who sent you the information about them shutting down all the voting machines in the afternoon in California. The Secretary of State ordered all the machines shut down around 3:30 in the afternoon. I mean, no, I did not know that. Who ordered that? The Secretary of State. In California, uh, in right in the middle of the afternoon, everybody had to stop, and they had to do a complete system reboot, reboot for the whole state. Now, think about that, Mike. What does that say? If you have to shut down a whole state and reboot a whole state to do an election, they shouldn't need to do that. It should be county by county. That just proves that they're all integrated and they they're all tied together. Absolutely, yeah. they're all it all goes horizontal, everybody and. Maybe that horrible reporter from the Daily Beast should be reporting about those anomalies, those deviations, rather than us here getting our app getting, our app getting attacked. By the way, our app was sabotaged, Dr. Frank, so we're running just on frankspeech.com. We have yep. thousands, hundreds of thousands of viewers right now, and uh, we're, the word's getting out there in spite of the attack on our app, and I had to make the decision God, the tech guys are working hard on the app part, but since we have, we've always had backups, everybody. So yes, having the yes. backup of frankspeech.com where it's untouchable, that part is solid as a rock. I own all my own servers. We bought all this so that we, for, for four times like this. And uh, so it doesn't surprise, but the only way that you, you know, by that, by them, when they ordered, when the secretary of state ordered those machines shut down, how long did it take to shut them all down? Did it take, You'd think that would take like a week just to get the word out. I don't I don't know. All I know is that they were all shut down in sync and, and then all these counties had to stop and wait for a complete reboot. I don't know the answer to that question. It's just real time. Well, wouldn't that tell you that they're all online if they shut them all down at the same Absolutely. time? Absolutely. And they all have to be communicating with each other, with the state in real time, or they won't work. Right, right. That should wow. tell you something right there. It really should. But did you hear the good news that Fox has talked twice today? I heard Tucker, yeah. Uh, Fox has talked. You guys, if Fox turn, if Fox talks, you know, right, you know, we were just talking to Roger Stone there at the desk there, and he's, you know, he's going, here's all these deviations beyond anything. 100% impossible spikes. And if it goes on reported, like I've said it before, what we have lived for the last two years, it's like the old saying, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, did it really fall? If nobody reports it, did it really happen? And then they say, that, but the way it was two years ago, they say, wait a minute, there's no forest. You know, they just deny that there's even a forest, you know. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Frank. Thank you. I, like, you, I, like, I have yeah. a question for Doug yeah. that I, th that I think would us, be Doug. helpful. Stay with us. So, Doug, you know, you picked up on an anomaly with the write-in votes where they're actually going down as more votes are coming in. Do you expect that you would see that in the log activity within the machines? If somebody were to open and open up the machines, look at the log activities, would you see that You anomaly? would see that in the CVRs, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and is there any reason why, because this is the public vote, why these machines shouldn't be opened up to the public in terms of the log activity within the machines so that people can see what is actually going on with their votes as they're being counted. I, I love that idea. You, remember what happened in Antrim, uh, my friend. Um, the, the, was it the truckers that surrounded the, 
the precinct and wouldn't let them back in. And that way they preserved the machines so that we could get the forensic images from Antrim, Michigan. And then they got the ballots. And then you could prove that they didn't align. So right now, the key thing is we've got to preserve the chain of custody on those machines and preserve the chain of custody on those ballots. Because they can go back, as you well know, and change the CVRs as well. So in principle, I agree with you. But boy... It, you know, it's like it's hard to play the game when they make the rules and they have they have everything. Yeah, and and we've seen it with the Mesa County, Colorado image yes. that the clerk out there, Tina Peters, who is a hero, yeah. when Jeff O'Donnell looked at the log files of that image, he yes. saw the magical creation of two new databases during the middle of early voting, and then magically the transfer, the digital transfer of ballot record data of selected ballots into yes. those new databases. Yes. And that is quintessential manipulation. And there's been no explanation, no plausible explanation for innocent activity. That's deliberate. It's not inadvertent. And, exactly. I mean, is there anything proprietary about log files within a voting machine? No. In fact, that's what the case in uh, Oregon that I was just in was about. That the, the state and the county was arguing that a citizen wasn't entitled to see the log files, that they were proprietary. But that part was shown to not be proprietary. That's just a record. That's like a work product. For example, you know, if you have Microsoft Word on your computer and you type a Word document and I give you that or you and you give me that Word document. That's not proprietary to Microsoft. Now, the software might be proprietary to, to Worksoft, but Microsoft, but your product, the, the, the document that you wrote, is certainly um, not proprietary to Microsoft. It's the same way. The machines create logs, and there's nothing proprietary about those logs. They're just the work product. And when you now, say the work product, I mean, that is actually the public vote. That's the yes. record data for the public vote. Exactly. And there's a, there's and, and in the CVRs, there's one line per ballot that goes through. And it'll say, this ballot was a, scanned at this time, and this bubble was 75% full, and that bubble was 80% full. And we uh, it, it basically tells you how it interprets every ballot. So there's a line for every single ballot. So if you had the ballots, and you had them in order especially, and then you could go through the CVR, you could do one at another, you huh. could confirm everything that the machine and there, is doing. There, well, there are more log files than just the CVR, correct? I yeah, mean, that's you, just one, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And a log file provides an auditable trail for the activity within the machine. Exactly. And there's now, nothing thing, proprietary about that that 100%. you can see, right? You're an expert in this. Yes. Now, one of the, exactly. Now, one of the things that we've also noticed, so you know, Kurt, is when we compare the Edison series, and that's what, that's what Jeff O'Donnell's been showing tonight. When you show the Edison series and you compare them to the CVRs, they often don't agree. Yeah. In other words, what's getting reported to the media isn't necessarily what the machines are doing. So a lot of times, like Draza has proposed, she thinks that a lot of times the CVRs are, are the, the Edison series is deliberately manipulated to influence the public, regardless of what the CVRs are. So it's when you get the, all the pieces of the puzzle together, you find all this sorts of funny business going on.